0: Hey, guys, Brian Jodis here with a quick favor. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show, rate and review it, and as always, share it with your friends. Trust me, it helps pick up our six around here. And we're grateful for that. So thank you. And thank you to our friends at Omnisend. Omnisend is an e commerce marketing service, and they're on a mission to make e commerce accessible to everyone. That means they're making it easier for small and medium sized businesses to get new customers and to start making sales right off the bat. We use Omnisend here at Pick Up the Six. Their marketing automation tools take care of those time-consuming and repetitive tasks. I love their platform. It's super intuitive with great email templates. They got the drag and drop, so you can super quickly build emails. You don't have to be a web coder to use OmniSend. Anyone with a great idea, an interesting product, in some business sense can now compete with the big guys. Go to OmniSend.com. You can learn more today. Thanks to our friends at OmniSend for powering Pick Up the Six. Go check them out, OmniSend.com. My guest today is Jennifer Ballou. Jen's mission in life is to help women veterans and military spouses navigate life transitions while living a whole and joyful life. She knows firsthand about military life and transitions, some good and some during the darkest of dark. Because 11 years ago, she lived it. And she joins us today to talk about the ultimate service before self on this episode of Pick Up the Six podcast. Welcome, Jen. How are you?
1: I'm good, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor to be here with you today. Well,
0: the honor is all on this side of the microphone. Excited to hear your story, to talk through incredible moments in your life that have led you to where you are today. First and foremost, how how is your day going? What's going on in Jen's world today? My,
1: (laughs) My day is going really well. You know, I start each and every day by spending some time thinking about what I'm grateful for. And that usually tends to set the day up pretty well. Um, Right before this, I taught a hot yoga class at the yoga studio I teach at. And um, I really can't complain.
0: Jen's Instagram is a must follow if you're looking for early morning motivation. Uh, If you're like, I need to get myself moving. I need to be feeling grateful about things going on in my life. She always helps draw it back to that. So I appreciate that. So much positivity that you put out into the world. It's contagious, right? We need more of that in today's day and age, I think, which are a good thing. So tell us the gen story. How does life develop and, and you are a veteran yourself, spent time in the United States Army. How does all that happen?
1: Oh man, how much time do we have, Brian? <laughs> well, look, I started out, um, I'm the oldest of six children. I was Whoa. raised, I know. So I was a squad leader from the very beginning. Uh, My parents set me up very nicely to be successful in the army. But um, ironically enough, no one in my family, for as long as I know, um, has served in the military. And so the plan was always that I would graduate from high school and go to college. Um, I was working at Little Caesar's Pizza when I was in high school. And one of my coworkers came in one day and said, I just enlisted in the army. And I'm like, wait, what? I never, I had no idea. So she starts telling me about what she's going to be doing. And it immediately just sounded amazing in every way to me. And so no joke, I just walked into the the local recruiter's office, um, and said, I'm interested in what you have to offer. I thought I wanted to be a, a nurse at the time, which didn't really play out, but, um, Ended up enlisting in the army actually when I was a junior in high school and then left for basic training about three weeks after I graduated high school.
0: You're, did your friend go on to become a recruiter for the US Army? Because it <laughs> sounds like Yeah. Kinda- I don't know
1: whatever happened to her, to be honest with you. We didn't keep in touch, but she was gonna be jumping out of airplanes and I think she was gonna be Intel or something like that. Wow. Um it just sounded super cool. Now I enlisted to be a dental assistant, <laughs> uh, which is kind of humorous. It, 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 served me well. It really did. Um, for a lot of reasons, which I'm sure we'll get into, but honestly, it was never, I always considered like going to do other stuff. I had a few opportunities over the years to just like do other things that I ended up, um, not pursuing because of my children and just wanting to be around for them as Mm -hmm. much as possible. Um, but sort of, you know, to skip over the early years after I enlisted, I loved the army from day one. Um, got married very young, had a kid, very young, the marriage didn't work out. And just very early in my adult years, found myself divorced, a single mom, um, going to, you know, serving in the army, going to college at night, just like really no room for anything else. Wanted to do the best I could professionally and as a mom. And, um, I was serving in Vicenza, Italy, and I was introduced to this young man named Eddie Laredo, who the, the the mutual friend who introduced us kept saying, like, Jen, I need you to meet this guy. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm not doing this, you right. know, setup thing, right? But the moment I met Eddie was just... I don't even know what word to use. He was so, um, full of life, full of energy, super friendly, smile lit up a room and we just, we hit it off right away. Um, he was an infantry man and he, um, was actually deploying a few months later. And so it was just kind of like, well, you know, we're dating and we'll just sort of see what happens. Um, ended up getting married a few years later and, um, moving back to the United States. And there were like a few deployments in there. I, we had a child together. Um, somehow we made it work with both of us serving in the army. I was, it was kind of funny because actually I always kind of like assumed what Eddie's rank was because when we met, he wasn't in uniform. And when I found out his rank, which was substantially lower than mine, I don't know, like if this makes sense to you or your listeners, but it was just like, (laughs) I don't even know really how to say it. It wasn't a no, no, like we weren't doing anything wrong, but it was just, I, I was about three ranks higher than him. And so he caught hell for that forever. (laughs) I mean, for the rest of our time, I was always kind of, I was senior to him. And um,
0: it's like, no, but the trash tonight, I think taking the trash out (laughs) might have to be you. (laughs) Exactly.
1: But we were living very busy lives. He was gone a lot. I was in charge and had a lot of responsibility of things, but somehow we made it work. And you know, like just certain things that I think about, like this one time I was in the field and we were moving and long story short, like Eddie gladly moved the entire household to the new house all by himself never complained about it with the kids right like in Mm -hmm. tow and he just was so happy all the time it woke up happy i've never met anyone like him in my life
0: it's incredible it's incredible to 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 hear that and you know uh have seen a few photos of him but, but to hear you describe it so you almost get a sense like i can almost see this guy walking in the room and it sounds like even you know you just assumed he was a higher rank he he must have just carried himself with that sort of just charisma bra- bravado in a good right just personality it's incredible to hear you to 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 share those stories uh and and what that you know what that life was like and it not something you were looking for right at the time
1: it, not in any way shape or form i wasn't but um it was rewarding in so many different ways. And I mean, I, I obviously am talking about him in past sense, in past tense. so it's probably just a good time to talk about our loss of Eddie, um, which, you know, I mentioned he was an infantryman. so he was he was fighting, right? Like yeah. that was his job yeah. to train and fight. And he had been deployed many times. Um, But this particular deployment, he was in Afghanistan. He was almost done with his deployment and I was just arriving into Afghanistan for a deployment. So there was this like short period of time, like two months where we would both be in Afghanistan, not together. Um, But then he would go home with the kids and I would finish my year in Afghanistan. And On June 24th, 2010, the unthinkable happened where I was notified Eddie had been um, in an accident. He stepped on an IED, an improvised explosive device, and he lost his left leg. And right away, him and his men came under attack And so when I was notified, it was like, we're trying to get him to a hospital. Um, We're going to try to get you there as well. And, um, you know, I always when I talk about this, there's a lot that's sort of like fuzzy to me. But one thing that I remember really clearly is that plane ride and just thinking about how our lives were going to be so different without Eddie having a leg but that we were going to be fine. Like he would be running the army 10 miler in a couple of years with me by his side. Like there was no thought of what actually happened. When I arrived, Eddie had not made it. He passed away. It was minutes before his 35th birthday.
0: You know, to be a military spouse when a loved one deploys is its own stressful dynamic I can only imagine being one wearing the uniform at the same time What that feelings like and yet you know, this is part of the job, but you but maybe you don't ever expect it to hit you and to hit your home. I don't want to dwell on it too long and, and, and make you have to go back into that space too much. But but when you go into the room and he is gone. How hard was that in that moment and, and, and in the days and, and months to follow.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very hard to explain. I mean, sometimes even here we are almost 11 years later and this time of year is tough. It's Memorial Day coming up. And then June is his birthday, the anniversary of his death. Like this is just a really tough time of year. And I always reflect back on that time because I never want to forget. You know. It was. Just like everything that I, most things that I thought were of the utmost importance all of a sudden no longer were. That's the best way for me to explain it is like my career, that was like, it just wasn't the same anymore. Um, You know, not that my kids weren't important before that moment, but now all of a sudden I'm all that they have. Our son, Eddie, was barely two years, he was like two and a half years old. He didn't even hardly know his dad because he was gone a lot, but now he would never have the chance to know his father. And so, you know, what was it like? My kids were my strength through it all. Um, That's what got me through it. I mean, they didn't realize it at the time, but I just felt like Not that I wasn't doing a good job as their mom before, but I sure as hell better do a good job as their mom now.
0: His name was Eddie Laredo. It's 24th of June, 2010. Today is May 24th, 2021. So almost 11 years and you're a month out from that anniversary. And we're going to talk about how that has turned into a powerful memory and a powerful anniversary and what you're doing to honor his legacy. But Jen, we thank your family for the incredible sacrifice that you had to pay. And we thank you for your service for all that you've done, for all that you continue to do, for all that your husband Eddie did in that loss as well. Um my friend Dave Redding wrote something. I want to read it to you. I just want to I want to talk about this and then we're going to talk about how we're honoring Eddie's legacy. But it's about legacy. So my friend Dave Redding wrote this. He was guest number five on Pick Up the Six podcast. This is what he wrote. He said, a man's legacy is not comprised simply of what he happens to say and do during his lifetime. For most of us, that'll all be forgotten and much more quickly than what we believe. Rather, legacy is constructed through the people a man has intentionally influenced during his life and the problems that he deliberately set out to solve, all compounded by his love and generosity of heart in passing on what he knows. How's that hit you? Sure.
1: It hits me like your friend, what is his name, Dave?
0: Yeah, Dave Redding.
1: Dave wrote that about Eddie. That's how I feel and how like I have chosen, intentionally chosen to live my life after his passing. You know, one of the things I don't really talk about too much, Eddie, he came in the army later in life. He lived a very um, traumatic Um, abusive childhood, Mm -hmm. Um, there were so many demons and battles he was facing from that and from all of his deployments leading up to when he died. And to still be able to have this love for life that he had, it just, it has stayed with me and it will stay with me forever. And, and although I can't even light up the world nearly as much as he did it has inspired me his legacy has inspired me and those who knew him to do the best that we can yeah. with what we have
0: to, to take what we've got right and and not every day you're feeling it alarm goes off oh dark and you're not really feeling it but what can I do to carry that legacy on It's powerful. There's no doubt about that. So today, 24 May, right? Uh, We are a week away from Memorial Day. And again, I know a date that obviously means a lot more to your family than it does to many around this country. But there are thousands who it does mean a little bit more on a day like Memorial Day. We're a week out from that. It means we're a month out from 24 June, uh, which is the anniversary and what has become this day of anniversary and, and now day of celebration and a day to sweat and put a little bit on the line through this uh, Laredo Wad, right? Which is a workout of the day, a hero workout of the day. And I know CrossFit and fitness big for you was big for Eddie as well. So tell me a little bit about what the Laredo 24 is, how people can put a little sweat on the line in a month and how you're gearing up for it.
1: Oh man, thank you for asking that. So yeah, there's a there's a workout designed, um, a hero workout designed by myself and um, a previous gym owner that I used to work out with in honor of Eddie, and it's called Laredo. We intentionally designed this workout, of course, to honor Eddie, but so that anybody, you don't have to be a CrossFitter, anybody can do this workout and anybody can do this workout anywhere. You don't need any equipment, right? So Eddie had a lot of friends and I have a lot of friends who aren't CrossFitters. So that was really important to me that people could honor him no matter what. Um, All of the movements, which I'll mention um, were movements that Eddie loved. You said he, he was big into fitness. There's six rounds of this workout um, signifying June, the sixth Mm -hmm. month. And then there's 24 repetitions of each movement for the 24th day. And in between each round, there's a 400 meter run. You know, I'm not sure if we'll get a chance to share a picture of Eddie to accompany this podcast. But um, when you look at him, you can tell he's very fit and strong but you would never imagine he could run like he could Mm -hmm. um so the 400 meter run is just thrown in there it kind of like sneaks up on you and gets you so there's um air squats push-ups and walking lunges and um it's not really about like if you can't do the whole thing Mm -hmm. or like that's really neither here nor there it's really just an opportunity to Challenge yourself a little bit or a lot. Um, And when you start to think like, man, this sucks, because you will think that. I would just say, please consider. How much Eddie was sucking. Yep. You know, what was going through his mind as he was fighting for his life, the least that we can do is embrace the suck a little bit in his honor.
0: Absolutely. We can put ourselves under a little bit of shared suffering together. And and what it does is it pays incredible tribute to this hero who paid the ultimate price for our nation. Uh, And it also connects us to something a little bit bigger than ourselves, right? We can be in that 24 push-ups and 24 squats, 24 lunge. We can do that for our six rounds. You can run your what's going to be a mile and a half by the time you're done doing it. And Yeah, you're gonna be sweaty. And, and you know what? You might be pouring it out a little bit, but I think it's the least we can do. You know, not recently, a few a few weeks ago, recently, not not but not but recently. A few weeks ago, I was in the middle of a 16-hour endurance ruck. This is a big long overnight movement with my buddies. We we're down at Myrtle Beach. I mean, we were wet and sandy and tired, and we were carrying weights and and water jugs and huge stinking logs and all this stuff man we were just i mean we were getting after it 16 hours all the cadre or former sf guys leading us through these incredible movements it was it was a hard night it was a long night and in the middle of the night at about what i can only guess was two or three in the morning obviously jim we weren't allowed to wear a watch you know we can't know what time it is two three in the morning we're back at the main area and they get all of us in a big circle And we did a hero wad for Jacob Hancher, who was a police officer who was killed in the line of duty in Myrtle Beach. And my friends in Myrtle Beach knew him well. And we took, it was only 15 minutes probably by the time it took us to complete it, 15, 20 minutes. And we did 100 jumping jacks, 100 flutter kicks, 100 little crunches. And then we did 74 thrusters because his badge number was 374. And we did that in that moment. And, yeah, it sucked. It was hard. You know, I would have rather laid in the field and taken a nap because I was tired at 3 in the morning. But we needed to do that for him. And people are going to be tired when they do this, and they're going to be sweating, and they're going to be putting it on the line. But we need to do it for Eddie as well. Uh, I will be leading a workout for my F3 buddies on Thursday, June 24th. So, guys, when you hear this, take notice. Rado 24 is coming your way, and that's what we're going to be doing. But to our friends across the country, everybody listening, do it, get after it. 24 squats, oh, yeah. 24 push ups, 24 walking lunges, a 400 meter run. Which, if you need a little bit of advice, it's one lap around the track. <laughs> do that six times. Let's go yep. get after it. Let's do it. Uh, are we going under a weighted vest or can we just roll how we have to go here? Because we got the Murph coming up on Memorial. Yeah. Hall. Right? Yeah.
1: A lot of people choose to wear the weighted vest. So it, either way is fine. You know, some people have the philosophy. It's not a hero odd if you're not wearing the weighted vest. I just, you know, and I could support that for sure, but I just want people to do it. Like, I love it. Yeah.
0: Just go do it. You got one month. All right. June 24th. Get yourself geared up. Get your friends geared up. Uh, I'm guessing hashtag on social media Laredo 24 so people can be sharing content
1: Laredo strong
0: Laredo strong perfect yep. all right so that's where we're going to log pictures and videos and y'all blow it up and let, let Jen get to see all that as we're going and uh, let's go out there and, and do this on do this workout in Eddie's honor I'm excited to to do it here in a month Jen thank
1: you so much
0: so this incredible moment in your life, right? The darkest of darks, something you would never want anybody to go through and, and something mm-hmm. that you have to go through. Uh, and and it is part of your life. But I know having gotten to know you, it can't be the, the whole story. It can't be. It's not the whole story. So tell me about life after that. What is Jen up to now? I know you've got a growing family. You got new people in your life. Tell me what's going on.
1: Yeah, man one of my philosophies is never say never because everything I said I would never do after Eddie died I pretty much have done it at this point um but it's all wonderful things so I did continue serving in the army and I retired after 21 years um over the last few years of my time in service I was stationed in Washington DC at the Pentagon and one of my professional colleagues um, is now my husband. (laughs) So um, I met this young man while serving at the Pentagon, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think we would even date, Um, just was a professional, never expressed interest, Um, kept in touch over the years. And eventually I thought, man, this guy's, this is not the typical guy. Like I should maybe... allow myself yeah and this is after years of like inner work therapy like I mean you know I jumped to this but I just need to be clear that I didn't just jump to that um but eventually we started dating and you know his name is Omari and I just can't be express enough how grateful I am for him. He is um, a wonderful person on his own, you know, but to take me and my children and everything that comes along with us on in such a graceful, supportive way has just been second to none. Um, So I retired. Several years later, we got married in 2018, and then I became a military spouse. Um, And, you know, after I retired, I started working in corporate America. That gig didn't really work out too well for a few different reasons. It just, at the end of the day, it wasn't super fulfilling for me. And I started thinking about what I wanted to do next when I grew up. And um, I decided to become a life coach. And I'm now a life coach, I also do speaking. And I'm a teacher, a yoga teacher. And you kind of said it at the beginning of the podcast, but I really help primarily women veterans and military spouses um, in the areas of wellness and resilience, and um, just kind of work with them to figure out how to best live their life.
0: We're talking about strength of purpose stuff here, guys. Uh, And you know, we talk about that quite a bit on this show. And, and uh, it doesn't always happen overnight. And sometimes it takes years and years to kind of be unlocked in what maybe your ultimate purpose on this earth is. And and maybe why the creator put you through all the things you went through and put the people in your lives uh, and put all of that to happen for some sort of a reason. I want to talk a little bit about yoga and how it helps center you and, and give you strength. Um, but in the life coaching world and, and primarily focusing on helping people through those transitions, how much do you lean back on all the different things that have happened to you to date?
1: Yeah, specific to life coaching. Um If I'm working with a client one on one, I mean, I don't particularly speak directly about my experiences unless they ask me because I just feel strongly that we all have our own sort of like story and what we're dealing with and although it's like obvious it's not a secret and it's readily accessible to anyone and if asked I'll share it I also just never want anyone to feel like um, You know they say comparison is the thief of joy, and so I just don't ever want anyone to feel like they should compare themselves to me or anybody else. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um. Sure. So I'm not sure if that answers your question. No, it does
0: because I mean, okay. essentially, what you're wanting to do is, you know, we gotta we're here to work through the things that you want and need to work through. The focus needs to be on the clients that you're serving. Tell me some of the best parts just about helping other people navigate those things. And I mean, have there been moments where you see somebody sort of get unlocked in something, you see that that light switch, that's got to be so rewarding.
1: It's so rewarding. And what's even more rewarding is like after our time is done, and then you've kind of like formed this indescribable bond with this person who then periodically will reach out and be like hey Jen I just did this or hey I thought of you and this happened and it's just so rewarding like man this work really makes a difference and I'm not the one doing the heavy lifting the, the the individual person is I'm just sort of guiding them there um But yeah, you know, we all deal with struggles, big, small, somewhere in the middle at some point in our lives. I'm convinced I've got plenty more coming my way. And I, one of my messages is, you know, we can position ourselves now, like kind of like the calm before the storm, live a healthy life now, put these things in place now. So when something knocks you down, um, you'll just be a little bit better positioned to deal with it and get back up versus if you're already not taking care of yourself, you're miserable, you know, you're unhealthy. um, It's just a little bit harder to recover.
0: Yeah, that just ongoing preparedness, right? It's just that ongoing ability of kind of, you know, sharpening your blade a little bit to keep being ready for what's next. And you can be ready for what's expected, but you also have to be prepared for the complete unexpected. How are you going to handle that in that moment. And sometimes you don't know until you're tested. Sometimes no, you, you got to be tested to really know how you're going to perform in that. I know you in the past were a big uh, CrossFit, right? I Meaning in a box, right? Throwing weight around doing all this tough physical activity. Yoga to me feels like it kind of sort of flies <laughs> in the face of that. But I know it's become <laughs> just such a huge part of your life. Why is it so important for you?
1: That's a great question. And for the record, CrossFit is my first love. And I still like, I mean, I hope I would never have to choose, but I love me some CrossFit. Yoga. um, Everybody does yoga for different reasons. I personally have found um, a love for yoga because of what it brings me inside. Um, So the balance, um, the stability, just the the peace, um, you know, yoga, especially in the West is really just known for these poses Mm -hmm. or, you know, twisting yourself up like a pretzel. Actually, that's just one of many parts of what yoga really is. And it's about living your life, um, well, when you're not on the yoga mat. And so that just speaks to me, like being a good person, being a kind person to myself and others and just shining a light in this world that needs positivity. um, Those are kind of the things that just have made me fall in love with yoga.
0: I feel like it's such an interesting time that we're living in Jen because You can get anything as quickly, as fast as you want. You can pretty much go to the grocery store if you have the means and and get anything you need. You can drive through and grab whatever food you need in a moment's notice. You can get whatever cola you need. I mean, all these things. And even with digital technology, I mean, everything basically can be available. Again, don't take for granted resources, but can be available at a moment's notice. My hope though, through all that too is, is this ongoing effort around wellness. And I think we're seeing more and more of it Come to light, and, and more centered around whole wellness, and and ensuring that you're taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, all of that connected. Are you feeling that right yes, now? Yes,
1: I am. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting, and I haven't quite put my finger on it. Um, I mentioned that I struggled for many years after Eddie dying. I dealt with some depression and anxiety, and I sought a therapist, and I I found myself it's to a really great place, right? Fast forward to now, almost 11 years later, I've had my struggles here or there, but recently I have been experiencing anxiety like I've never experienced before. And I I don't know if it's God trying to teach me a lesson or the universe kind of trying to show me something. I've got two talks coming up, one on mental health awareness and self-care and one on PTSD. And I just find it so interesting that all of a sudden before these talks, I am dealing with this little challenge like I've never really dealt Mm -hmm. with before. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I know that I have the tools in my toolkit to navigate them. And I am determined, as uncomfortable as it is, to talk about it, because I know that other people are dealing with the same thing.
0: Well, you know, and if anything, sure, absolutely. And if anything, our listeners are going to hear this, they're going to take quick pause. They're going to think about you today. They're going to send some of those good vibes they are going to send. I know our listeners are going to send some prayers up. They're going to make their way up to the big guy, that make their way back down to you. Uh, so it, it is all about that, and it's about you got to be willing to put yourself out there. You know, social media—a blessing and a curse, right? There's a lot of crap out there. There is also a real way to put yourself out there to connect to other people, and that, and that maybe someone, maybe one person will see this, who's feeling the same way I'm feeling right now. Maybe one other person will feel like some water's coming over the side of the boat, and if I can get them to feel some peace in this moment. Then it is worth putting yourself out there and feeling. I I believe firmly in that. And and if you're willing to do it, then maybe you can help somebody else.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. We're one month out. Uh today's May 24th, right? So we want to just one, first of all, thank you so much for taking time to talk through these things, sharing your story. We we don't take it for granted uh that it's not just easy to jump on and just start talking about these things. We we know that. We greatly appreciate that. We love you for, for doing that. June 24th, let's go out there. Let's go celebrate your hero. Let's sweat a little bit together. Let's get connected on social media. The hashtag is Laredo Strong. So post pictures from your workout. You got six rounds of 24 squats, 24 push ups, 24 walking lunges, and a 400-meter run. Jen, where else can folks find you oh, on man. the World Wide Web?
1: Yeah, they can find me um, at com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Jennifer Ballou Wellness. I'm on LinkedIn, Jennifer Ballou. You can pretty much find me anywhere at Jennifer Ballou. And I would love to connect with anyone that is interested in connecting.
0: We'll share all of that information in our show notes. As always, we will absolutely share a picture of Eddie as well as we do this. And Jennifer, we thank you so much for sharing your story with us today.
1: Thank you
0: so much. She's Jennifer Blue, I'm Brian Jodis. And this has been Pick Up the Six Podcast.